Hey, people in podcast land, welcome to Glory Days, episode 13 already, 13. This is a very special, this episode is not unlucky at all, because on his way over right now is one of DC's most loved morning radio personalities, Sammy Kay, formerly of The Kane Show, I believe that's 99.5, and now formerly from the Sarah Ty and Mel Show, which is 107.3 here, The Mix, maybe it's called now, well, all of a sudden... New management, 107.3 The Mix decided no more CMEK, no more fun, no more hip, no more edgy radio. They're going to play it safe and bring back Jack Diamond to the area. Jack Diamond. So today, I decided to turn on 107.3 and guess what they were playing? Yeah, fucking Christmas music. Old school, old timey Christmas music. So CMEK out, Jack Diamond in, starting this Monday. And in the meantime... Christmas music. Seems like a bad decision to me. The Sammy K is coming over to tell us all about it. Stay tuned. We got an intro a podcast about rock and roll and rocks. Basically, a time when rock stars roam the earth. Ooh, are you playing this off of YouTube? Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Oh, okay, dude, The Darkness. Get your hands off my woman, motherfucker. Oh, that's a great song. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you. I love shitty music. That's not shitty. But it is though. It's like a good, it's like oh, it's you know I like to call it white person shitty, where it's really good, <laughs> but like you know you're still a little bit embarrassed that that's kind that you're of there singing ha- in falsetto. <laughs> Get your hands off my woman, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah! All right, everybody, welcome to Glory Days. I turn it to a time when rock stars roam the earth. I'm Jumpin' Jack Chad, your host. We start each episode with a beer and a bad attitude. And Bowtie Joe is going to do the beer right now. Oh, I didn't hear that. It was terrible. What a dud. All right. And that's here it goes. Uh-oh, the party ghost. The party ghost is back. Pump it, Chad. That's the party ghost, Sammy. Party ghost? Okay, so we're on a Bluetooth system here. Fucking party ghost, dude. The party ghost is so on. There we go. Oh, okay. That's party ghost is gone. So we get hacked, but whoever it is, whatever ghost it is, they like to party. Because it's always like pop music. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Whoever it is, you're genius. I'm just looking around right now, hoping they can hear me. Fucking party ghost. All right. You want to be nice to the party ghost. We have a bunch of people for a Thursday night. We got Bowtie Joe, who was opening up the beer for us. We didn't hear it. I don't think it was your fault. I didn't. I dropped the ball. I saw the sale at the liquor store, so I forgot about the whole can aspect. And I was like, I went with the sale. or something? Nah. And back, from, soda. and back from New York City, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Thing. I'm back from New York. So episode 12 featured no, none of the cast of characters from this podcast because Mike was in. I'd like everybody that was listening to know that I did eat a lot in New York, so I kept that theme going. So That's good. And Joe, you didn't feel like you were too tired. Joe was too tired to come. Yeah. I mean, I had a long day. Well, dude, if you're going to masturbate eight times in one day, you're going to be tired, right? But he, no, I he, was either, he's trained for this, though. Either masturbating or spending time with my kids. I'm just impressed by eight. What are the other? I'm impressed by eight. My uh, my record six. So. <laughs> six is pretty damn good. Yeah. That, that's 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 uh, well. But you know, I, there's no hard feelings for any of you because it took me a week to book our special guest. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote something about you. Oh really? <laughs> it happened just to work out with timing. You too. are a uh, you're a singer. Yeah. Sometimes. For a band called Bonnie Rash. Yeah. 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 How's that doing? Good, dude. We're kicking ass, taking names, finishing up a new album right now. Working on a bunch of new tracks. Yeah. I also uh, I used to train you. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah, man. I, I did this. Uh, I had this like endorsement for a weight loss uh, thing at the station. 
And so I didn't want to take all those drugs, so I just pretty much uh, hung out with Chad. <laughs> and then I'd lie to him on the air and be like, oh, my God, I've been taking these pills. All Pretty much all I took was the fish oil. <laughs> so I just, like, shat my brains out. Like, I could not fart for an entire month because it would, you know, clearly end badly. <laughs> and but <ladies. laughs> I lost a bunch of weight, and I worked out all the time with Chad. It was rad. Win-win. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sammy K. Yo. You, I knew you from the Kane show. Yes. And you quit the Kane show, correct? I left the Kane show. You left on your own accord. Yeah, to go focus on my group, Bonnie Rash, because we had just gotten signed with, like, Chucky Thompson. And uh, he's, like, a producer. So we started doing music and stuff like that. We do, like, party pop music. So kind of focused on that. And, uh, is this and, uh, right here? Hold on a second. This is an old song, yeah. This is some Bonnie Rash right here. Yes. Yes. Our first EP a couple years ago. Wait, how many EPs do you have? I believe that is our only EP we have. We have a new one to work on right now. We did like mixtapes, an album. Because it made it sound like right now. I saw your video. You have a video. We have a video for Turned Up where we're old people. That's pretty fun. Makeup took forever to do. That looked awesome. We so. want to do a video. Actually, Mike basically just took vid- clips of video for DC Flow and made. Actually, I thought it was great. Thank I you. was really Thank impressed you. with what Thank you did you. with it. Thank he you. just Thank took you. his Mac and he had a bunch of clips and. iMovie's a hell of a program. <laughs> hey, hey, where'd you do your video? Did you do it in DC? Uh, yeah, we actually filmed it in DC. Um, uh, half of it was at Smoke and Barrel, and the other half nice. was uh, Taco Tuesday in an apartment. Yes, Taco Tuesday in an apartment. And some like just Where, what's Smoke and Barrel? Is that some barbecue place or something? It's like a whiskey barbecue beer they place. They have a, a pretty cool menu, but they yeah. have Taco Tuesdays where it's like. Did you have to like pay money to like rent a space or they're? No, my buddies actually uh, all work there. Oh, so that always helps. It always it all worked out, and I drink there all the damn time. Shout out Smoke and Barrel. Is that where you go? <laughs> yeah, that's where I go, man. I usually go get hammered there. So. Uh, if I know that, I'll, I'll, if I'm on a random night, I might head over there. Dude, then. go by. Like right now, I live like I only live like a couple blocks away, so. I'm always there. We should probably make a list of places where you do not get hammered at. Oh. Uh, exactly. Well, but I mean, if there's a regular spot. I hop. Because there's plenty of times that I'm out and about. <laughs> I'm sure it's possible, but. Yeah, yeah no. Smoking Barrel's pretty awesome. I like that place a lot. It's like nice and low-key enough, you know. and Good beer. Uh, yeah, good beer. Good, good whiskey. Good food. So It's awesome. pretty chill. Yeah, it's not super douche. Like, I don't know if you saw that article, but D.C. just. Like, yeah, I saw like, that. The number one douchiest city on the East Coast. Like, granted, Boston, number one, like, like every other one in the top 10 were on the West Coast, but the only one on the East Coast was DC. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, but like, part of it had to do with like the education level. It was like snobbiest or something. Yeah. And uh, the number of it's funny because it, my, my first thought when I saw that was like, yeah, I totally agree. Like, that's one of the people ask me, how do I like living in DC? It's like, the, you know, I've always lived in this area. And uh, I always hated that when you meet people, that one of the first questions they ask you here, what do you do for a living? Whereas if you go to other places, people might actually, right. you know, what are you into? But I don't care. I want to know. Are you worth my time? I, I've lived in other cities, <laughs> and that's what they ask you in every city, though. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> What'd you say, Joe? They, they ask you that in every every city. I think that here, everybody assumes that we talk about politics, and everybody cares about, like, upwardly mobile. But I think that, you know, even in L.A., you know, they talk about if you're a producer or director or whatever. Like, Well, we're talking about on the East Coast, so L.A. is like, a, was that the number number one douchiest city? I don't know. I want to say it was something like Pasadena or oh, San, oh, San yeah. Francisco. San Francisco Berk- was Berkeley was up there. Berkeley yeah. was up there, which I was surprised by. Yeah. You'd be surprised, though. New York City's that bad, too. New York City, you go in and it's like, are you part of the finance industry? No. All right. Well, then, you know. Joe, what is it that you nothing. do for a living? <laughs> what is it that I, I have no idea what I do for a living? I, I I say that I'm a psychologist and a linguist. I basically uh, are you a cunning linguist? <laughs> I translate uh, finances for people. He's an anal I, linguist. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. whatever you need to do. Ow. Little ATD. The anal tongue. Like, and I don't. I don't get a common answer. In DC is I'm a consultant. 
What is? I don't. I'm. A, I guess I'm a consultant, right? A fitness. But doesn't consultant. that just mean that you're jobless six months of the year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it also means you make enough money to be jobless yeah, for six months a year. That's what that's I'm saying. Awesome. Like, uh, are you? Chad's a, hours are way too long to just be well, not working for six months a year. My hours? Yeah, yeah your ridiculous. hours are ridiculous. Well, they've been cut recently for maybe the same reason. Sammy's hours have just been cut. Because <laughs> you and Sarah, did Sarah go to the new station before you? And she pulled you? How'd yes. That... Sarah started off at when it was switched to a pop station, DC 1073. Right. She started off there. Boom. And she pulled you in as the producer? Yeah, I kind of was there and I'd bounce around. Dude, I did probably every role when I was there. It was fun, though. Nice yeah. little run. I like so. you on the air. I yeah, do, too. We were talk- Joe and I were talking about that. I, if, if I could fix a show... I would definitely have you on the air. Thank you. Joe, we talk about this, and Joe has some ideas. He Uh, likes all the cast of characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I don't want to sell anybody out. There are, uh, I think that you should have been on, and the, let's say, the mix of people was wrong. I love Mel. Um, I think that Sarah's good. It's just like, I think what you had was a bunch of satellites, and you just need somebody to kind of hold it down. And I, when you were on the air, and Ty was on his honeymoon or whatever, Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that you did a good job holding it down, and 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 I think it's you know Mel and uh, and Sarah a little bit better than Ty does. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think that the the your regular life is entertaining. <laughs> Our regular life is pretty entertaining. I do get in a lot of trouble. So. So this is I why mean, did you get a lot of trouble on the air for stuff you said on the air? Uh, uh sometimes I would. Sometimes What'd they I would. Oh, you're too racy or whatever. Depends, like, cause the other thing we also did, like, it was just a big. I don't know. It was it was a good experience, like to say. It was a nice learning experience. I feel like everyone needs to have that kind of just like clusterfuck of a year that you don't really know what happened and you got out of it and you're like, holy shit, I survived. Thank God. Okay. You know? And it was good to have survived my year. More importantly, did you enjoy the, the uh, taco popcorn I brought you? Dude, that taco popcorn was so good. I'll have to bring some so, more. so, so There's good. There's a place in Raleigh that, that sells this like different flavors of popcorn. They have like Cheetos popcorn and taco popcorn and stuff. Taco popcorn? Taco, taco flavored popcorn. It's awesome. So I, I can't even envision that. What, what is like the one of the funniest, like what's the funniest thing that's happened in the past year? Well, I got in a lot of fucking trouble for this stupid bit that I did, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> Which but is the, the painting last year for no no it was last year for Halloween I got really pissed because like you know I don't know I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit ve- not vengeful but spiteful something happened and so I had this idea for like this bit I want to do and I was like dude it's Halloween we want to get all this stuff and we want to fill up like you know so I can go like and people can do adult trick or treating with me I'll go out all week long the week before Halloween it'll be fun but we want to get it filled with like really good prizes like fifty dollar <laughs> gift cards to Chipotle like crazy stuff you know like. Makeup from Mac, Sephora, like really, really good stuff that women would want, you know. And so I convinced them to let me do it. They're like, all right, we got you the budget. They're like, what do you want to call it? I was like, I want to call it my Blumpkin because it's a black pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and so nobody caught. Like, I mean, here's the thing. The people like that I work with directly on the morning show, they knew. The ladies that were on, like the, my age that were at the station, they got it. But my boss and his bosses, a little bit older, did not understand what it meant. And so they just thought I honestly was just doing like, a, you know, a, as I was kind of like a portmanteau where you just combine two words together, yeah, like yeah, yeah. breakfast and lunch. Brunch. So I was like, yeah, black pumpkin. Well, well, pumpkin. Well, blunt, what, blunt, it's one of those disgusting, like, you come in someone's face and they no, eat their no, own no, shit. No. For the people who do not know what that is. Yeah. It's when you're taking a dump and you receive fellatio. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, and so I just thought it was going to be, I thought it was like, whatever, they're going to nix this anyways. They end up getting like $5,000 to do this whole thing. It's supposed to last me a week. And I have $5,000 of gift cards. They make me this huge black pumpkin. And then the day before, pros are already running. And then finally someone goes to my boss like, I can't believe you like agreed to this. This is this is really funny though. He's like, why? What do you mean it's just a black pumpkin? How's it that funny? Like, 
No, it's, and then he Googled it, and he oh was, my God. and I got the nastiest email, like, you son of a bitch, like, I can't oh, believe get over it. Oh, man. But I went on all week long, and then all week long, they made me refer to it as the Black Pumpkin. I couldn't refer to it as the Plumpkin, but Sarah would always refer to it as the Plumpkin, because she was like, screw it, screw the man. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. I got to say, I got to say Blumpkin on the air. I've done a lot of those, like, where I got suspended, like, at another job I had, because they were telling a story about a guy who got bit. And the balls on like by a rattlesnake. Oh. Now he died because his nobody would suck the poison. Yeah, and then I just straight up looked at my host and I go, dude, just so you know, I would totally suck you back to life. <laughs> and I got suspended for three days for that stupid comment just because I said I'd suck you back to life. Oh my god! So Joe, that's I got, so. I got you, buddy. When you when you yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> if I if I ever hit a rattlesnake in my you, balls, I'll come get, straight to you. If you ever get stung by a stingray, I'll, I'll piss. The last off thing also. I say before right. I pass out Jellyfish. is please find Chad. How come you're picking Joe? What about me, Chad? Was I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I actually based my friendship off of like, you know, how good of friends are we? Would I suck you off to save your life? You know, like that's <laughs> wait. Are we talking about sucking out the poison? Or sucking, sucking out the poison. Oh, sucking yeah. out the poison. So. What yep. I don't understand is uh, the most successful radio talk show host of all time, Howard, Howard. Stern, right? Mm-hmm. He used to have, he had the Bon Jovi Bukaki party. He's <laughs> done crazy stuff like this for years and years and years. And I, to me, it's unbelievable how much money he's produced for stations and for advertisers. And, yet, and I, I realize you can't duplicate it, but an edgy show like that, something edgy, you would think would be... Welcome and accept it. But I think you know, what you got to look at it is you got to look at it like kind of like I look at it like restaurants. You know, you're uh, this is a uh, they're trying to make it more like hey we're now part of a food court. You know, they're trying to be more family uh, family friendly, mass appeal. You're not gonna go there and get some you know hors d'oeuvre with foie gras at a food court at Montgomery Mall. True. And so that's what they're trying to do. So I think you know with that being said, there's always a time and a place. And unfortunately, with like the this the way that you know everything was moving and changing, what they wanted, they just really need. So what? just they, they go without a DJ now. Uh, no, they have just have they have some older people now. Think I should apply? I, no, I don't know if you. I think you may be too edgy. Too edgy? So, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like you know, it's just how it is. It's just how the industry is. I'm not really too worried about it. Who, no. I got some stuff in the pipeline. Who's the, who's the older uh, people? Anybody? What do you mean? Like who uh, who who they uh, hired? Who? Yeah. I they're bringing back uh, Jack Diamond. <laughs> Jack Diamond. How old is Jack Diamond? I have no idea, man. Are they gonna bring back <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Alexander they brought too? Them all back, man. Are that, you kidding me? Yeah. Chili too? No, I think so she's on. She's Washington got another. Show. Yeah, so this yeah. is the original cast of characters at your station that was there when it was like an oldie station. Oh, holy shit! And then now Jack they're going Diamond? back to an it was, oldie station. It was eighties, nineties, and today. Yeah, and so pretty much what they're doing <laughs> That's what it is was. Like, I swear to you, Jack Diamond. Well, here, like when we first started there, it was like you know. You know, got the club going up on a Tuesday. We were playing Nicki Minaj. We were, you know, playing all pop music, like dance music, cash cash, like stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, we slowly started to transition to this more adult format. And, you know, God, I played so much, like, Coldplay, I wanted to shoot myself most days. <laughs> so, needs to say, it was, you know, it was it was fine. I feel like I signed something that said I shouldn't say anything disparaging about the station. Oh, okay. Which I well, didn't I mean, say but there's nothing no, disparaging yeah. about it, right? You didn't. I just laughed at uh, Jack Diamond because... That's crazy. But anyways. And for the record, there is a place for that. But I mean, aren't Wash FM? Yeah. Exactly. Hey, is it Wash FM? And, uh, ah, this is Jack Diamond. We're playing the smoothest no, dance. I'm going to audition. Welcome to 107.3. Jump and Jack Chad. Here's some Barry Mantle for you. For your morning commute. We are getting crazy here in the studio. You're up anyway, Chad. You can probably still do your job. <laughs> I hope you're all enjoying that DC traffic. <laughs> it's Blumpkin Tuesday. <laughs> they work from 
Cleveland steamer. For I would, it would drive me crazy. Jimmy would say something a little. So one of the things I like about Sarah Blow is that Wednesday. she would just. She's got an open mind about things and kind of says things just to ruffle feathers, mm-hmm. just to get people talking. And I miss that. And that's what I, I liked. That's why I liked her on the Kane show. And then when she left, I could say whatever I want. Screw it. I know you have to watch what you say. But the Kane show just became too homogenized for me. And then Mel started with a little bit more edginess. And then I don't even know what happened with that whole thing. People had Twitters and she quit. And I was like, what is going on? And then when the two people that I like, plus you, show up at... 1073. This just shows that we like we enjoy listening to the drama. We know about it. We're listening. We're in our cars in traffic listening to your drama. Yeah. Why isn't Sammy there anymore? Why is where is everybody? Why? I would would walk my dog every morning. I'd get thirty minutes of the the radio. I mean, now I get. I don't even turn the radio on. I will say though, and like people were telling me this, like, dude, I couldn't really complain. I'm 29 years old, and I've been on three successful morning shows in DC. I've been working in morning shows for almost 10 years now. Like. Can't really complain, man. I'm pretty much uh, like they said. They're like, you're not you're like like they were telling me when they fired me. We're pretty sure we'll work with you again. Like that was what the SVPs were telling. So I mean, like you know, it's one of those things that I'm gonna have a job whether I end up with Cumulus or Clear Channel again or I go well, to CBS. I, mean, that... I don't know, but you know, I'll always end up I'll always end up back on my. Sammy, right here. I'll hire you right now. Boom, I'm here to do what every Sunday at 7 p.m. <laughs> we'll, we'll pay you. We'll a pay beer. A, we're gonna pay you a goulash. Ooh, I do love goulash. Actually, you know who make a good goulash is Marcia Lopez. Have you been saying to yourself, self, this is the year that I get into tip-top shape? Well, you're in luck. Not only am I the host of one of the most popular podcasts in all of podcast land, I am also a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. And if you commit to me. I will commit to you this. I will get you in Matthew Modine, 1985, Vision Quest Shape, in less time than it would take for me to bake a pie. This epic high school wrestling movie features such training moves as Man Walks Up Bleacher with Log on Back, Scaling Walls with Pegs, Jump Roping. So if you're in search for a trainer who records commercials while drinking DC Brow, well then look no further. I am the trainer for you, hands down. Go to jumpinjackchad.com. That's jumping without the G. Download for free. Jumpin' Jack Chad at your service. Can I tell you, I think I'm, you guys may call me blasphemous, I hate party dips. Like whenever I go to these places, I go, whoa, 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 Can can I clarify though? If you sat down by yourself to eat one, you hate it, or you hate dips at a party? No, when I go there and I see them because they're like, oh, my God, you have to try this 15-layer dip. And I'm like, what the fuck's in it? And it, honestly, I'm not saying I'm a chef or anything, but it makes no goddamn sense. And it's just a bunch of random shit. I'm like, yo, yo, hold on. Do not <laughs> brag about how everyone waits months and months for you to make this dip when literally it's just five different cans that you mix some spices with and then put them in like, no, no, no. I get really annoyed about that. Yeah. I used to date a school teacher, and every time we got her friends, like I got this new dip I made. I'm like, it's canned chicken, some canned like buffalo cheese cream cheese. Dude, I've had this fucking you same dip. It it's together. so good. This dip's awesome, dude. It's, no. just, it's a layer of no. cream cheese with the buffalo sauce. There's chicken and cheese. It's no, awesome. No, and I, that's, maybe that's where we differ. Like, cream oh, cheese can't do it. Oh, oh cheese. that dip is money. Oh no. Oh. I don't understand cream cheese on anything. That is funny, mm. though, that, that uh, I know that dip. That's the only dip I know. I know one fucking dip. I know my friend made a buffalo chicken dip, and he was supposed to take 
the ghost pepper sauce, dip a toothpick into it, and then dip it into the sauce and mix it around. And if you want to make it extra spicy, do it two or three times. And he goes, meh. It just poured some in. <laughs> and then he's going around the party. He's like, you should have this. And people's mouths were just on fire. That's phenomenal. He thought it was hilarious. And I'm like, you're giving people third degree burns in their mouth. I'm really not sure. That's I, have you ever eaten countries. a ghost pepper? No. I went to Indian know. Market and that shit fucked you up. I mean, your burps are spicy. Your farts are spicy. <laughs> Everything is spicy for a solid 12 to 18 hours. Oh, man, that it was, was brutal. Me. That sounds like a spicy blumpkin. Yeah, oh. it was brutal. Like, I've never, like, been so cautious when drinking because I was like, cannot throw up. Like, there's one night I can't drink too much. It's tonight because it'll burn my entire face off. Uh, there was a bar in East Greenbush, New York, which Chad will know where that is. It's a little crappy bar that was open for, like, six months. And there were the International Bar, which you would never have an International Bar. In they East had Greenbush. Some, yeah, they had, like, 200 different beers from all around the world. And there was a beer that had a ghost pepper brewed in it. And so you would drink, and it would be spicy hot. And what do you naturally do when you have something spicy drink hot? More. You drink more. And you just keep drinking. I mean, it's like, it's like you're, you're really thirsty, and all it's you like have an, is It's is like an evil water. marketing tactic. Yeah, it it's was, like what it pop brownies terrible. do to me. <laughs> <laughs> I get high. I'm hungry. So the, more of them. <laughs> <laughs> so the roofies in Sammy's Bear should kick in any time now, so we can gang rape him in the yeah. back room. <laughs> Dibs. Like, all right, so I'm like, you need to come up with another name that tune intro. You came up with it last time. No, you gotta, you, we'll let you. We'll allow you to pick up the guitar. All right, it's out of tune. But go ahead. All right, this song is a song I wrote just now. It's introing the segment. Name that tune. Introing the segment called Name That Tune. It's called Name That Tune. It's brand new, brand new song, and it goes something like. Name that tune. Name that tune. Jazz. Can't believe I can't believe you. I didn't like that. No, one. I can't. I, I can't believe uh, that version sucked. I, I don't know if I have something better in me, but dude, come on, one more. That's what she said. Okay. If it gets worse, you're gonna be so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> you no, know, if it's worse, <sighs> you want to take that chance? Because I'll, because I have the power of editing. Because I could either, if it's awesome, I'll just you know, I'll erase that, or if it's like awesome, all right, go for it. Yeah, we nailed it. All totally right. nailed it. You never heard anything better than that. We just nailed it. Sammy. I liked it. We I'm totally not just, I liked it. We just made that up. Just I right that. there. We're goddamn geniuses. Dude, we should get the, we should get the band back together. I mean, after that, that inspires Look, me. I'll talk to my people, okay? <sighs> All right. I don't know. Joe, do you want to introduce this? We have a segment called Sammy, name that tune. <laughs> and I don't know if you could maybe get the gist of this segment by the name. Okay, okay. Basically what happens is they play a song. Mike spits out the answer. Like, <laughs> <with an immediately. laughs> so the idea is... I'm like a crack addict with the songs. I, I can't so help it. The idea is that we play like at least you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds so the people listening, that one 10 people that listen to this, have an opportunity to, to, to reminisce about the song. Oh, I know this song. And they're in traffic. And, but Mike oh, goes... Chumbawamba. Mike goes, Foreigner! Jupacero! I'm like fuck. Everybody, like, like Mike, it's it's, it's less it's well, less name that tune and it's more like how many notes can you name? Well, this I, I think it comes down to the perception of the show. I mean, for me, the show is about me. 
right? Mm-hmm. What's going to make me feel good? You're and, a host, dude. And I'm the talent. And Chad's just worrying about five people in her car. Whatever, dude. Jukebox Hero by Foreigner, I called it. All right, so it's called Name That Tune. And I got, I'm going to throw one up for Sammy. I'm going to tell you how I came to this conclusion. You may think this is creepy. I just think it's good research. I went to your Facebook page. Okay, okay. I went to your likes Uh uh, about Sammy K. I went to the about Sammy K. Likes. Falcon. Josie Falcon. I wrote Jonah Jonah Falcon. Jonah. And uh, this is one of the bands that you, I'm doing air quotes, liked. You ready? Hold on, let me make sure that volume. Oh, the volume's not up. That would have been embarrassing. That's that's me, but oh, I, dude, that, I know this. I know this too. No, 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 no. I don't know what's going on. Is the party ghost putting on Candlebox? The there we go. The I was gonna ghost. say that's Candlebox, right? That was that was Candlebox. That's not what it's on. But that's not on my Facebook. I was like, my you Facebook know, got s- hacked. I don't know. I'm that's s- not on my. I life. think our party ghost is getting lame. <laughs> Sammy's like, I am not that lame. What kind of party yeah. ghost? Yeah. I'm not that what kind of party ghost puts on Candlebox? Okay, it's weak. Song number one. Don't nat nat. Sammy knows it. Of course he knows it. He's in he's in radio. He's gonna know all these. This is a gimme. Sammy, what is it? Okay, go. It is. I actually don't know any of the names of their songs. I just know all their albums. They're like local guys. So I go see them. I've seen them at the nine thirty club a few times. Are they really? Yeah, man. I actually had an intern named Esther. That her babysitter when she was young is the lead singer of OK Go. Really? Like, because they live in the same neighborhood. So, like, when he was in high school, he, like, lived next door. She'd, like, take care of her. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. OK Go had the best videos. Oh, get over it. Get over it. Yeah, Sam McKay's okay, got it. OK Go's get over it. Anyway. Song number two. Sammy. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to go. With this. Take back my name. I'm thinking Mike. Mike. All right, hold on. I'm going to take a guess. B-52's Rock Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, drink the rest of your beer. That is incorrect. No, no, no. You Dude, keep going. I think I, think I, can, I think I can pull it. Thinking. Is it extreme? No. It's way before extreme. It's very obscure. I'm sorry. Dude, I drink, thought you would get it though. Drink the rest of your invisible beer. Yeah. It is uh, King's, good shit. King's X. It's King's X. Yeah. I was fucking thinking that. Oh my god! I should have said that. Fuck. Damn it. Dude, Mike, they're, they're they are a little bit similar. Because if, if you got X, it, so many King's good things X, would have happened. King's X is a power. Yeah, you're right. I'm getting a little bit too excited. All right. Song number three. Uh, somebody has to get this one. So easy, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, Mike. Sammy. It's, you said their name, right? I even got that. You got it first. He uh, said it first. Uh, did he say Mike? Yeah. Yeah. The funniest part is that they both were like, oh, I totally got it. And then they. <laughs> then he said their names, yeah. Let's give it a second. Right. Do, do you, you remember when the song too. came out? There's uh, the video. There's a big controversy because there was a goldfish that was like dying at the end. Do you yeah. remember that shit? Uh-huh. Uh, like, why do we care about a goldfish? I don't know. Though? It was like a big deal. Like, Peter yeah. was uh, up in uh, up in arms over a dead goldfish. He's See, up in arms. Rock and roll controversy. Faith, faith no more. 
With Mike Batten on lead vocals. Yes, yeah, so San I, Francisco. It's quality. And you know, Courtney Love was briefly the lead singer of an early version of Faith No More. You shit me. Courtney Love? Nope. She's yeah. That, I don't, Very briefly. Wasn't she like 24 when Kurt Cobain died? Kurt Cobain died? Yesterday. <laughs> I know. Where's, where's Kurt Cobain when you need him? Oh, wait, Kurt, wait, Kurt Loder. Where's Kurt Loder when you need him? Kurt Loder's still around. Fact of the matter is, you don't hear much from him anymore. Kurt, Kurt Cobain? Cobain? Yeah. Yeah. Jim Morrison? Not, Not so much. much. Not much. I don't know if you saw, if you listened to episode two. Tupac, 12. though, you put a new album out yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's that happen? So did Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> All right, I'm not sure if anybody's going to get song number one, two, three, four. Song number four. Bring it, dude. All right, you might get it. Mike. Oh. Uh, I was going to say, it's every uh, intro to Seinfeld. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Joe, do you have any idea what this is? The, the uh, lead person no in idea. this band actually tried out for Metallica's bass position and did After. not get picked. They went with um, Jason After. Newstead instead of this guy. And this is Mike Primus, and that is My Name is Mud, and the bass player is Les Claypool. So who Actually, died? Did you listen to the last podcast? Who died in Metallica? Uh, you're talking about Cliff Burton died when the bus fucking landed on him. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I think I saw that in the behind the music. Yeah. So he was the, a master of puppets. They're opening for Ozzy Osbourne. And you saw him, dude. And a lot of people, it's like a big deal that you saw Cliff Burton. But you, you said you were kind of scared. But I don't blame you. It's scary. So the bass player, or the singer, bass player slash Primus. He is oh. Primus. Tried out for Les Claypool. Tried out for Metallica when Cliff Burton died. Yep. And now for any of you that may be around my age, you don't know who Primus is. They do the South Park theme, throw, uh, theme song. Ah, that's yeah, true. Hell as yeah. long as I know. Actually, since you're new, what, did, what was your first concert? Um, oh, James Brown. Really? I like, saw James Brown <laughs> in, uh, awesome. in Tunisia. But my first concert in the U.S. was actually like pretty horrible. How I did mean, you did you live in Tunisia? Uh, my parents are from there, so I'd always go there and visit. And so I was just there like, you want to go see a concert? I was like, sure. <laughs> James Brown. Nobody Boom. can match that. No one has ever seen James Brown in Tunisia. In Tunisia. Yeah, yeah I saw James Brown in a Roman Coliseum, which is actually pretty rad. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? And then uh, then my dad, because I was really big into rock music, so he bought me to go see this like random like mini festival they were doing with like four bands in Tampa. And it was Seven Dust, followed by Kid Rock, followed by Creed, followed by Metallica. And wow. it was the weirdest show I think I've ever like. <laughs> That's great. Now that I talk about it, I was like, it was such Creed a mix Metallica. of shit and cool. Is it Creed like a Christian band? Um, no, He's dude, homeless. I got a good story about Creed. <laughs> Mike. Mike's got a good story about Creed. Oh, man. You got the mic. All Mike. right. So he raises his hand. I just <laughs> I got a good got, story. Mr. Podcast. I, swear. I, I just read about this. This happened in like Most 2002. Shitty, but this is good. <laughs> All right. So the Creed guy, this is like 2002, meets a girl at an airport, hits on her. She's like 18. Uh, she gives her, her, he gives him her friend's cell phone number and says, oh, if you want to hang out, you know, call me sometime. She flies to wherever. Uh, Creed guy, a month later, calls her friend and says, and starts hitting on her. He's like, I really want to meet up with you. This girl tells all of her friends, and they're like, we're going to fucking make like a big thing out of this guy. So he shows up. Now I'm thinking the story's not as good as when I read it, because I don't remember <laughs> that well. But I'm going to go with it anyway. The guy shows up, and uh, and she's not there. The girl that he met is not there. It's like this other girl that he called. And so he's just walking around, and there's like 30 people in this bar all know who he's looking for. He's looking for an 18-year-old to bang. So he's like w w running around, and he's like furiously calling her and uh, looking at his text. And then finally, 
What ends up happening is he meets some uh, uh, other girl that was in on the whole prank, and then he goes home and uh, takes her and this other guy that was at the, the diner or whatever, and they go buy cocaine, and then he stays up all night doing coke in his underwear, telling the girl that coke makes him horny, and then he didn't hook up with anybody, and then she like stole his, uh, oh, I forgot what she stole. She stole a bunch of his, his stuff. I forgot what we were talking about. Rock, rock stars getting punked by 18-year-olds <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> he it's, got, a, it's a good story, though, because you know that like Vince Neil would never get punked by, he would just be like, <laughs> That's so true. He's like, listen, I'm going to fuck everybody in this bar right now. Let's just do this right <laughs> that's now. That's so true, dude. That's hilarious. You don't, you, I mean, you think that shit would happen to... I mean, name the rock star, right? Brett Michaels. You think he's gonna? You know what's gonna happen is everybody's Brett like. Brett Michaels would be punked. Hold on, this is Brett yeah. Michaels. This is the Rocco Love guy? Yeah. No, but when he was, like, you're talking about late '80s, early '90s. You, you're gonna punk him. He's gonna walk into the bar and everybody's like, "Oh, that's gonna punk him." And then five girls are gonna be like, mm, "Fuck this punking him! I just want to bang him." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That that was when you talk about rock stars roaming the earth. That was the ultimate of it, right? With Vince Neil and yeah, I think Ozzy Osbourne just doing whatever the fuck they want. Maybe during a, a month in, in a certain county in Florida, Scott Staff could have gotten hooked up with anybody. But outside of that tiny little window, you know, he's, he's lame. Random fact. Yep. Random fact. A drummer for Motorhead died today. Really? It's true. Really? Sorry. That guy had like some crazy nickname. He's like a the guy. Uh, what's his name? Look him up. I don't know. But Lemmy. He seemed like he's on his way out. He yeah, had to back dude. out of some shows because of health issues. Lemmy. Yeah. L E M Y. Is it? You drink Jack and Coke, like, M-M. that's all you drink? I mean, it's amazing that he's, like, 60. It's unbelievable. That's all I drink is rum and Diet Coke. Well, then you're not going to make it all I eat 60. is jelly beans. All right, song number, what, five or six? Whatever this. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Six. I like how he counts with his finger. <laughs> I, I do <laughs> I just, have to admit. just look at it and be like, we have to give it up. One, there. two, three, <laughs> whatever, five. All right, you might need some hints for this one. We can figure it out. He was in a very popular punk band. Mike. <laughs> I know the song. song. You do? Yeah. I know, yeah. From this? He's from DC. Is he? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, he's from DC, dude. You think you're going to live your life alone? It's fucking Henry Rollins. Darkness. You know he's from DC. Seclusion. I didn't know he's from DC. Yeah, he went to American Ro- University for a while. I heard him drop that. Yeah. yeah, he worked. He worked at the Hagen Dazs in Georgetown. You've been out there. <laughs> Ta- what were we talking about? Jack rock stars. He used to give hand jobs at the Woodley Park Zoo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard that. What's that day of that Monday after? Like, I didn't know he went to America though. That's funny. Fights were. But you know, I know, this is a great song. You ever see the video? Yeah. The video that makes it. Dude, he he started getting acting gigs. I think after this video. Like, he was in the movie Heat. You remember Heat? He's, like, one of the bad guys in Heat. Tim, do you ever think you could do that? Henry Rollins goes, he just stands in front of a bunch of people and talks. No, Henry Rollins is fucking intense. I actually have seen him a couple times, like, the spoken word. and But he sells out, like, these... MMA, He sells out these rooms, and people just go there to hear him talk. And, like, we're sitting there. I, I saw him once in Albany. In the a- inside. Albany? Albany is in Georgia. Albany. Inside in inside the A. Wait, are they still playing Candlebox? What yeah, the what's fuck? Party Ghost totally jumped the shark today. Yeah. So inside the egg in all Albany, in Albany, New York, I saw Henry Rollins and it was packed. There's thousands. How, what does what the egg hold? 3,000? Probably. About 3,000 people. And we're just sitting there listening to this guy talk. 
Like That's funny because everything I've seen in the egg was like for children. I went there with my school probably 500 times. I can't imagine going to see Henry Rollins there. <laughs> you, don't, you don't bring the kids to that. <laughs> no, by the way. Yeah. you don't bring the kids. All right, how about this one? Uh, I'll let somebody me. else get this one. It was me the whole time. I'm Are you serious? I'm Party Ghost. You fucking traitor. Uh, it's like you just found out there's no Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Were you serious? The Party Ghost never existed? I don't know that for a fact, but today's was. I, I had Candlebox in the playlist for some reason when I stopped. Oh. But in the past, that no, wasn't me. Today, yes. So, so, how do you make the host drink? So, the Party That's Ghost. How you do it. The good news, bad news. The good news is the Party uh, Ghost. I want did, the bad news first. He didn't, the, the bad news is that you're the Party Ghost. Okay, what's the good news? The good news is Party Ghost did not jump the shark. Ah, true. True. Yeah. We ended it. Segment over. Good call. Oh, hey, Bobby. You know, lately you've been looking a little bit down in the dumps. What's the matter? Eh, nothing really. I'm just I'm feeling a little lonely. Lonely? You, Bobby? That's crazy. You're one of the most popular people I know. Explain. Well, I recently took this really, really good dick pic. And I don't have that special somebody to share with. Ah, oh, Bobby, you obviously haven't heard of Marsh'sDickPic.com. I was feeling like that too once, and then I discovered Marsh'sDickPic.com. Marsh'sDickPic.com fills that void. That's what she said. Ah, oh, you still got it, Bobby. You still got it. Marsh's Dick Pick, you'll have fun. Come share the joy with everyone. Marsh'sDickPic.com, a proud sponsor of the Glory Days podcast. And welcome to the Glory Days segment entitled, Let There Be Cock. This is where we have a mature discussion about penises and balls and bodily functions. Enjoy the segment. Let there be cock. Glory days. Upper, upper class high society. God's gift to ballroom notoriety. And I always fill my ballroom. The event is never small. The social pages say I've got the biggest balls of all. I've got big balls. Cause I like doing the gum trick, you know, <laughs> where you kind of pull out like your sack a little bit and you like put it on a like uh, on a chair, <laughs> and you go, "Oh my God, look! I just sat in gum!" And everyone looks back and they look, and they think it's gum for a split second, then they realize it's just your sack. Oh my God! That's you a, never that, done the gum trick? That, that, no, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you made that up. No, what, I'm what, pretty sure I've done it in a cab and gotten kicked out. One of my buddies uh, used to do the turtle trick for uh, parties. Where and you, well, you know, like you stuff your penis all the way in, and then you let it. Slowly oh yes, slowly come out. out. Yeah. And he would, we would get him drunk, and there'd be twenty people mixed company, and, and I was like, "Do the turtle trick," and oh, he would do it in, the, in, a, in a heartbeat. And the funniest thing is that before he did it, he'd be like, "Look, everybody, you don't have to tell me. I'm hung like about uh, like an elevator button." Is what he would tell everybody. He's like, "Yeah, He's hung like an elevator, like the guy in that movie, uh, The Hangover." What's the guy's name? Right, right, right. The Ken smallest, Jong. the smallest penis I've ever seen. As long as we're talking about penises, mm-hmm. was uh, I was on the baseball team briefly in college, and I kept getting, and I had a room with a bunch of seniors on the baseball team, and they would just haze the fuck out of me. They're such assholes, which leads me to another story. I almost fucking kicked their asses, dude. Wait, fuck was, yeah. were your pants on when you kicked their ass? No, but of course not. Hey. But anyway, this one guy goes, "Hey, Sandoff, will you pop this for me? I've got this mole." And I turn around and I saw that he like looked like a gumball in a fur coat, dude. It was such. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, "Your dick is so tiny." It's like yeah, a micro. We talk about micro penis. Yeah, we did talk time. about micro dicks. Microphallus. Microphallus. Yeah. That is a real condition. I guess it's three. Peter, Peter Frampton had a dick inches. that was like about three inches. What was it? 
two and three quarters. I think two and three quarters inches is qualifies you for micro penis or oh, micro phallus. Yeah, I think I'm safe. Yeah. Are you eligible for some government benefits if you have a penis that small? <laughs> disability and disability income. Why? I have a micro penis. <laughs> My micro phallic syndrome. <laughs> micro. Yeah, how are you going to transition from all these really straight genitalia comments to? Well, wait a minute, I you, my pants. Mike. You yeah. talked about your the smallest penis. What about the biggest penis you've ever seen? Oh God, that was a glorious night. <laughs> well, you actually don't remember because I actually do remember the biggest penis I've ever seen. And this guy also happens to be the world record holder for the largest penis in the world. What? Oh, we got to hear this. Yeah, one. man. Is this Jonah, something happened in person? Jonah Falcon. Yeah, I was. Jonah just, Falcon. Yeah, dude. I was just walking down the street <laughs> of New York City, and then my boy was like, "Yo, dude, check out that guy!" Like, because he was wearing like this weird, like British, you know, flag shirt, and I like kind of get a closer look. I go. Holy shit, that's Jonah Falcon, dude. I just saw him on Netflix. And I dart across the street, run up to him. I'm like, hey, man, I follow you on Twitter. I'm Sammy's Donk. That was my Twitter name back then. Now it's the Sammy K. And I was like, yo. And he was like, cool, you do. Wow. Uh, I was like, can we get a picture? And that thing, I thought he was wearing biker shorts. It literally, no joke, looked like I had stuck my arm in my pants. And it was just, like, made a fist and just had it hanging down there. And that's no joke what it looked like. Like, I really can't think of any other way to explain it. Like a baby's arm holding like, an apple? Not even a baby's arm. It looked like a full-grown man's arm. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, like, like, it's like he stuck it in his pants just had it right there from the elbow down. I got a lot of qu- some questions. It was so, huge. Like, <laughs> that might be a disability, Because, like, too. this guy, like, potentially has the biggest dick, at least in North America, maybe. No, the largest dick in the world. In the fucking world. Just, like, get what, what does he, like, what does he wear? He wears bike shorts. He, I mean, just... he wore bike shorts in New York City when <laughs> I met ridiculous. him. Because he likes to show it off. That's like his shtick. <laughs> oh my! Was it hanging out the bottom of his bike shorts? No, it wasn't hanging out. But I mean, you could see the outline. And I'm telling you, like, I really wish I would have gotten a better picture. But it's just oh my an god! Arm. I got the Google. Hold on. Imagine. And imagine wait, his what's his dad? Fr- what's his first name? Jonah, Jonah Falcon. Dude, that is fucking. And that's his crazy. real name. Like your parents knew that you were gonna have the world's largest penis <laughs> when they came out. They go, "Oh, let's name you Jonah Falcon." <laughs> She knew that he's a goddamn penis superhero. <laughs> his, mom, his mom knew she was well hung when he came out penis first. Right. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god, he's got such big arms. Actually, Wait, that's and the doctor keeps pulling. Does my child have two umbilical cords? What is going on here? <laughs> the doctor keeps that's pulling. That's what I was going with. Pulling. We'll get to the baby soon. Oh, there he he's goes. like, don't cut that one. <laughs> that's not the umbilical cord, ma'am. And he winks. And goes, I hate to break it to you, dude. But your look son. at this, Chad. It is massive, bro. Yeah, it's like, it looks like well, I'm looking at it right now. It looks like he has a cucumber in his, but dude, his, his bike shorts. That is like he's got the it, oh my god. His chin dude, matches his penis thing. size. He's got a big double chin. He's Good dude. Lord. He's obviously got. He's insecure to be walking around with bike shorts. He definitely he got the biggest dick in the world. You side. don't need to show it off. Wait, have you, you never it? seen the documentary? You're like the th- I think I saw something either on Vice or like on Netflix about him. And pretty much, yeah, like he feels really insecure because. Women only want to date him just to have sex with him once, and they never actually want to be with him. And he's usually too big to actually, you know. That's it. Sounds like a horrible problem. I think we're starting to feel bad for Jonah Falcon. Yeah, dude. Jonah Falcon. Disability. He should go on disability. You know what, though? I guarantee, because he's got like a aspiring music career. I bet he'd like give you some tunes to play. Oh. Guess. Custom Guess. tunes by Guess. Jonah Falcon. <laughs> so, Jonah. We'll be the first one. Does we'll your break. dick ever just fall into the water when you're taking a shit? <laughs> it does. I bet you he has to hold it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it outside. He just he, he, like r- puts it over his shoulder. I keep hitting myself. He puts it over his shoulder. I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it all sky high. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. All right, welcome to our new segment. 
I ripped my pants. One of the best parts about this podcast is that Chad wears a fucking Bobby Brown headset like it's 1980. Dude, look. Like I should get the guitar and start like jamming. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be more, I have this hooked up to the Bluetooth. And uh, so we need to discuss now is... It was, it was 90 degrees in here and Chad still had that You could literally on. come in from a spinning class with your headset and just start doing the podcast. I so thought so you were going to say it was 90 degrees in here, but with a headset on, <laughs> now it's 98 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Speaking of shitty 90s, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, Sammy, you know, as you're sitting in front of fires, you're literally in the hot seat right now. Uh, okay. This is the host hot seat, or the guest hot seat. Can I say I was sitting like this yesterday, and I completely ripped the sack out of my pants, <laughs> and I don't wear underwear, and I'm on the bus, and I'm like, well, shit, I'm just going to finish my errands. <laughs> like, at this point, like, I'm not going to go home now. Like, no. And so I just walked around. Like, I had to hold my bag, like, behind me the entire time I walked, oh, like man. a little, like a like girl. Like Jesus. Have you yeah, seen the exactly. black Jesus? Uh-huh. You know what I'm had, talking about? I had to hold my bag behind me, and because my, uh... My bojangles were jangling. Wow. You just compare Sammy to Jesus? No, you know who I'm talking about? The the homeless guy that's oh, black Jesus? Yeah. The, uh, with the blonde hair, the, yeah, with the dreads? Yeah. He walks up and down. He wears, he wears uh, jean shorts. The meridian short they're, guy. But they're, they're ripped, ripped in the bottom and like they're just hanging out everywhere. I, I had a similar uh, incident at work maybe six months ago where I bent down to pick up a box and just fucking straight like rip. And I'm at work and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I went back to my cube and was like trying to like plan what the fuck I was going to do. And I was like, okay. Well, I got my gym shorts, right? Because I used to go to the gym before I fucked up my back. So I put on a pair of shorts. It was freezing. This was during last winter. So this is like a year ago. And it was like 10 degrees out. And I went in a pair of shorts. I put the shorts on at my cube. And I ran to H&M at Union Station. And I bought a pair of really kick-ass, tight-ass, Purple pants that I wore at the gig that weekend. So I don't know what the, the point of the story is. Literally but the only pair of pants that fit. Is this the uh, I ripped my pants story part of the podcast? Yes. Chad, I have, I have one. So do you ever, do you ever rip oh, your yeah. pants? Joe, feel free to tell us your I ripped my pants story. Uh, hey, we have a new segment. Welcome to Glory Days. The new segment called I ripped my pants. Joe. Oh, mine was pretty terrible. I actually carried my bag, my computer bag, into work. And I didn't pay attention to the strap, and it was dragging on the muddy ground. So then I put the strap over the top, and so the whole the whole back of my white shirt was just all mud. And somebody tried to tell me that it was my shirt was all muddy, and I went to put my bag down, and I ripped my pants, and I was <laughs> Jesus, so that's I had, fantastic. I had no shot of doing anything right that day. So you had a muddy shirt and ripped pants. Yeah, and I had one of those jobs where it's like you clock in and clock out. You can't really like. Leave. I didn't have gym clothes. I just sat in it all day. That was before your stewing it. That was before your sweet salary position just, you have now. Oh, I don't have a salary position. Yeah. I was swings. doing like uh, kettlebell swings, and I bent down and my pants blew open. In the middle of L.A. sports. What kind of pants? <laughs> they were hiking pants. They were like Columbia hiking pants. I, I think that. if you they go to, they were place. expensive. They were like you know for shorts. They were like forty bucks. What? At like that sucks. Right. And, and they Columbia's split. a good name. I think right. if you go to a place called LA Sports, you're, it's expected that your pants split open, right? Like just, LA like, Fitness? No, it was the LA Fitness. Was yeah. the, was Are you sure it's not spring? French and it's not pronounced La Sports? <laughs> La, La Sports. <laughs> Welcome to LA Sports. Take your pants off, please. By the way, so I have a friend that like he's like, oh, I can make myself fart, you know? But then when, uh, like, and he can. He can just sit there on command and just be like, like make himself fart. It's the most amazing thing ever. He doesn't have to but suck then, air in. But then that's the thing. Upon further like discussion with him, yeah. figuring out how he does, he's like, "Yeah, I just kind of suck in air." I go, "Dude, that's not a fart. You are queefing out of your ass." Yeah, he is. And he is. Uh, he will no longer do the party trick anymore because we ask him to queef. 
He's like, dude, it's not a queef, no. it's a fart. We're like, no, no, no. No. That oh, man. is so he's, he's getting that all... is air being forced in, then coming out in a weird noise. That's a queef. Yeah, for That's, sure. And he's getting all snobby now about it. He's like, yeah, the definition of a fart. Yeah, so DC of him. Uh, <laughs> I know. Congratulations, guys. You drank all my beer. Oh man. Good job. Congratulations. I'll bring beer next time. All right, so let's let's do the next segment, which is Mike talks about Guns N' Roses. That's the name of the segment is Mike Talks About Guns N' Roses. And basically what happens is Mike talks, talks about, about Guns N' Roses at the reunion, though. And then we'll, uh, we'll call it a, a day. All right, so uh, is, is, is my segment started? Hold on. Yes. Now. All right. Wait, and now. go. All right. Now. And to uh, you, Mike. Uh, all right. And now. Uh, and uh, hold for a word from our sponsors. Can I, can I tell a Jerry Seinfeld joke first? Hold on. Yes, go ahead. He talks about in the Olympics, he's like, you work for your entire life and you work for 18 years and you're, you're gearing up for the Olympics and, and you lose by like a hundredth of a second. He's like, you know how long that is? That's like from now to now. Now. <laughs> but you lost by that. Like greatest guy in the world. Never heard of him. You know, the first guy comes in. He's like on all the advertisements. Who, who got the silver medal in the 100 meters? Nobody has any idea. Greatest guy in the world. Never heard of him. <laughs> life is not fair. All right. So here's the deal, guys. Everyone had, uh, we've been, I've been talking about the Guns N' Roses reunion. I had an uh, inside source. His name is Dean Del Rey. He has his own podcast. He's a stand-up in L.A. And he, I think he's friends with Del James, who I think is friends with Axel. I think that's the connection here. I think that's, that's what's going on. Dean so Del Dean, a uh, long time ago on Twitter, said that uh, on his podcast that Guns N' Roses were going to get back together. So I sent him a direct message through Twitter. And I said, dude, I know you have like the inside scoop. Is this really happening? And he said... You better get tickets as soon as it goes on sale. And he, he, I kind of trust him. He's like an insider when it comes to rock. So uh, every podcast, I've been talking about it and what the latest news is, blah, 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 blah. And we're getting, I think we're getting really close to this being announced. Uh, yesterday, it was announced that an inside source of uh, one of Duff McKagan's friends had said publicly that Guns N' Roses are getting back together. Slash is no longer answering questions about the reunion. He used to answer questions about it. He stopped answering questions about it. Um, there's a couple... Scott Weiland said that uh, Guns N' Roses are getting back together. Well, Sky Wyland said it. He's a really reliable guy. I always trust heroin addicts. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Especially heroin addicts with Christmas albums. <laughs> yeah. Which is true. True. Scott Wyland had a Christmas album. Wait. This is true. I'm just going to stop here for editing, and we're going to play a couple of these songs. Here's Scott Wyland's Christmas album. Sammy was telling the truth. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sky Wyland singing. Chestnuts roasting at an open fire. No shit. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. <laughs> Here we go, let's try this one. It's the most wonderful oh, time of the year. Well, I know what I'm going to be listening to this Christmas. I'm pretty sure this is what they're playing on the new 107.38, the mix format. 107.3, the mix, featuring Scott Weiland's Christmas album. One more, let's try this one. Hurry <laughs> back to our regular schedule program. Amazing. Can, well, I, can I look that up? Look it up. He has a Christmas album. 
So would it be on Spotify? What kind of market gets the Scott Weiland Christmas record? I'll edit. What kind of food it. court like is into that? I uh, I got sent the promotional copy of the Scott Weiland Christmas record. Complete junkies, right? Dude's complete junkie. Complete junkie. Dude. Complete junkie. But, but dude, but he rocks though, man. He rocks so hard. That's the only way he can still be a complete junkie and not be dead. Like, because so he, just because you're doing heroin doesn't mean that you don't believe in Christmas, right? Dude, actually, no. I'm gonna listen to the Stone Temple Pilots on the way home now. What is it? Scott Lush. Lush. He's my favorite. Oh, no, part. dude. I like. I'm a fan of their old stuff. Like yeah, Lush from the album Five. Well, Sammy, the album title is number four, not five, but it's close enough. Thank you for coming over. That was an amazing episode. Super fun. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Bowtie, for coming over. Thanks, Mike. All three of you, thank you for drinking all of my beer. I'm gonna leave Sammy with some Stone Temple Pilots from number four of the album. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Jumpinjackchat.com. Marshesdickpick.com. Peace out, everybody. Don't forget to rock out with your cocks out.
I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it all sky high. And now she won't even spare a passing glance. All just because I ripped my pants. When Big Larry came round just to put him down, SpongeBob turned into a clown. And no girl ever wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped his pants. I know I shouldn't mope around, I shouldn't curse, but the pain feels so much worse. Cause winding up with no one is a lot less fun than a burn from the sun or selling your bones. Now I learned a lesson I won't soon forget. So listen and you won't regret. Be true to yourself. 